Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the Zilika podcast. Today I have Sharon with me. Sharon Paul is the head of payments at Xverse, which focuses on enabling financial access within Indonesia and Singapore. She leads her Xverse efforts to become the leading online payments gateway for underbank sectors such as agent banking networks and digital assets. Xverse clientele has grown to include Binance Singapore, Crypto.com, PayFast, and Vcash Indonesia. So first of all, hi, uh, Shan. How are you, how are you doing? Hey, hi, thanks for having me. I'd like you to start off by actually talking about how you got into crypto. Oh, okay. Oh, um, there's many years ago, right after college. Uh, I just realized that I reveal my age. Um, let's say I was just working out of a startup. Uh, in very very coincidentally, one of the peers of the other companies that was in the same co-working space, um, is actually one of the leading uh crypto exchanges that we know today. Um, but that was like kind of their first second year operating. So. It was through that that I learned what was Bitcoin, and out of curiosity, I just bought some. Yeah, that's how I started. And uh, how how did you eventually start working with Xverse? And um, what what exactly is Xverse? Can you give a brief about that? Yeah, so Xverse we operate in Indonesia and Singapore, like what you explained, um, and we're a payments company, um, but specifically payments in the role of um, the underlying infrastructure that connects maybe other fintechs or even digital uh, commerce kind of businesses with the local banking system. So we are the intermediary that you know kind of makes the APIs of the banking system of these local markets more accessible. Um, how we got involved with Xverse was that Xverse um, is primarily one of the main fiat to crypto on-ramps and uh, for the Singapore market at least. So I was very interested in finding or joining you know, um, this whole industry, but kind of there were a lot of speculation back in 2017 and 18. It was really quite tough to find a legitimate you know, and serious partner um, in this whole industry and Xverse was one of them. So out of curiosity, you know, I joined the team then. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and you have uh, Strats X, I think, uh, as yeah. part of Xverse, and you have XSGD, um, and Zilika has a partnership with Xverse as well. So, um, and for the Zilika community, uh, can you explain like uh, what what do these all these mm. things? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so XSGD, um, it stands for our Singapore Dollars Pact Stablecoin. Um, so one XSGD. Is SGD is redeemable at one dollar Singapore dollars, um, and Straits X is the stablecoin brand, uh, the project name that we have. So our aim or our vision for Straits X is to not just stay within the um, Singapore currency, which is XSGD, but is to actually expand to our other ASEAN currencies too. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So this includes, um, yeah, so, uh, all yeah. countries in ASEAN. I think that's correct. Uh, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah. What do you think about the DeFi ecosystem uh, these days? Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely taken more noise. Um, there's more attention to it, but I think maybe people don't realize that um, while there are not new DeFi initiatives are uh, definitely coming up in just this year, um, but a lot of the popular ones actually came up way back in 2017, 2018, right? Um, even guys like Aave, you know, the, one of the top lending platforms, they actually have been grinding it out for the past two years, but it's only this year that they appear to be an overnight success. Um, so a lot of these players have been there. Even I think Switcher, one of the partners of Zilliqa, has also, also been here for the past two years. Um, so I think it's important for all these players to have done the legwork work to build the products that they have. 
But now I think what's most important for DeFi is it's always liquidity, I think. Um, they have to get more liquidity on their balance sheets in whatever platform that the DeFi protocol is on. Uh, and then that way um, they can attract more users and participants. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, definitely like li concepts like liquidity mining um, yeah. and things like that. I and basically incentivize the community to attract liquidity are interesting concepts. So Sharon, can you talk about uh, how do you see DeFi versus open banking? Mm, okay, uh, interesting question. Because, uh, you know, as a payments company, um, the trends that we have been with was um, open banking was a very big trend or the past few years. And if not, it's still a very big trend today. Um, and there's now um, DeFi, decentralized finance. So what's the difference, right? Um, Open banking by definition, I guess it's always about, you know, having the banking system uh, gain access or open up themselves to non-banking uh, partners um, to the financial data and made available through APIs of the banks. So back then, um, you know, certain banks, they may have the data, but they may somehow feel protective of it. So they wouldn't assess, uh, open up their APIs. Um, whereas now, you know, open banking is a trend where amongst banks, they see value in, in Hello fintechs like us, of course, and sometimes even normal e-commerce guys, um, and that to have gained direct access to the bank's APIs, whether it's to read the transaction data, whether it's to make the transaction, that whole movement is about open banking. So it's about the bridge between um, fintechs like us and the banks through API access. DeFi is a little bit different. So DeFi in the, the premise or the objective, I guess, is also about opening up the financial system. Um, but it's not necessarily so specific about the bank. Um, it's really just about having a more open financial system or ecosystem. Um, if a bank built a DeFi project, that's probably interesting. Um, but you'll notice that a lot of DeFi projects are not provided by the banks itself. Yeah. So by that premise, is totally different. So, you know, it's interesting that with DeFi, you start to see non-banking um, founders or founding teams create um, banking-like products, like yield-giving products, you know, when you we call it e-farming, so you put your money there and then you get a yield. It's fairly similar to like the banking system where you put in a collateral, you get an interest and a loan. So some similarities, but I'll say with DeFi, the products are the same, but the accessibility, the way to get access to this product is entirely different. You don't need to sign up for an account uh, whereby it's all manual, the organization or the bank used to have to approve you, but now it's really you own some maybe zero tokens um, and you are just plugged into the DeFi products that are built on top of the same blockchain protocol. And then suddenly you gain access to it just by having the same token or the same token that's on the, the same protocol. So the, the products might be the same, but the way you get access to it for DeFi is through the blockchain protocol itself. Uh, open banking is really the banks, you know, opening up or making the choice to open up that data through API. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think in DeFi, uh, things are also over collateralized. That's also a different side. Like uh, if say you have loan of, if someone lends $100, another person would be able to borrow $75 uh, yeah. worth of tokens because things yeah. are quite volatile. Um, yeah, correct. Okay. Um, and, and how did uh, Xros actually get into the Zilliqa ecosystem? 
Yeah, so um, Express got into the Zilliqa ecosystem partly because um, we're all based in Singapore too. Um, so we're very fortunate you know, that the Zilliqa team um, was also one of the more iconic uh, blockchain projects started out of Singapore. And literally, um, our offices were also quite nearby, like the west side of Singapore. So if you're interested in blockchain, Zilliqa was very known. Um, and Express was kind of known to be... Um, being open to kind of solve the fiat uh, on and off ramp problem for some key uh, consumer facing exchanges in Singapore. So our, our brands behind the scenes were known within the local community. So it was uh, no surprising that, you know, we just crossed paths with each other, we had a chat um, and both teams were uh, in a way very opportunistically um, open to finding a project together. And we realized that, you know, the perfect fit was as Express, um, as a payments company, we also hold a e-money issuing license um, where we can help store funds for the merchants. And Zavika, as a blockchain company, was trying to figure out a way, you know, how do we um, have a player that can have this one-for-one -one pack for the Singapore dollar. So it was a very good um, synergy. And then we just came together and decided to do XSGD. Okay, gotcha. You started talking about XSGD. Some people um, know about the value of stable coins and... Yeah. And right now, I think the number of stable coins are at an like the amount of value that is held in uh, USDC, USDT, DAI is, is really at an all-time high. So, mm. can you explain like what is the benefit of uh, using stable coins? Okay, uh, benefits in stable coin in general, or specifically XSG? Uh, in general. Okay. Um, for now, I mean the immediate benefit of uh, any stable coin, right? It, it, the truth is in the crypto scene. Um, especially now, I think the past few months, the whole decentralized finance uh, markets have been really exploded again. Uh, so that has caught the attention for many uh, active traders in the crypto scene. And having a stable coin that is packed to the local currency, where you know, regular uh, things like food and transport are all priced in, um, it's a very good um, hedge for traders who are actively trading or maybe choosing to stay, sometimes stay out of their position. So that helps a lot. Um, right down to even the mechanisms or the products that are built on in within this whole DeFi movement, right? Um, previously, I think before DeFi became uh, stable coins became really widely adopted, a lot of these trading products, you know, maybe yield giving products are all packed in Bitcoin, Ethereum. So it was a bit tough for someone to really understand or, or take the risk appetite to should I participate in this yield giving product. However, when stable coins now essentially it's Maybe one Singapore dollar. Um, now you can trade it in the DeFi ecosystem because it is a representation of it is uh, built on the Ethereum uh, or maybe Zilliqa uh, blockchain, right? You can now be plugged into the DeFi um, trading opportunities, but it's easy to understand because it's value-wise, it's packed in the currency that I care, so that's stable coins. Yeah, so no longer do I need to calculate, okay, I'm earning more, perhaps more Bitcoin, but what does that mean for me in today's currency terms? Okay, gotcha. From mm -hmm. apart from DeFi, um, I think uh, also there's uh, people. Do, do you see that they will be used for say people who are transmitting money um, from outside? Uh, say they live outside and they uh, for basically for remittances uh, and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, so this is the truth. Uh, this happened even prior to joining Xverse. Um, I was pleasantly surprised where one of my um, employees that was uh, back in the previous one that I was in, and he was based in Philippines and I'm based in Singapore. And we usually always remit money through the normal payment methods to him. And one day he actually asked me that, hey, um, 
do, you, do I feel comfortable you know, paying him in this thing called USDT? So I was very surprised because I knew USDT then, but I did not know that people will be willing around the ASEAN borders to accept this as a mode of payment. And he probably had a means to convert that into pesos, like actual fiat for himself. So he could bypass all the very high fees that you know, traditional players uh, in payments were charging him. So that was interesting. Um, so to answer your question, you know, um, would people outside uh, maybe the crypto community be open to this? Yes. Um, but what I've observed is that it still takes time. We're still probably very early stage of that happening. Uh, how, how do actually new XSGD uh, tokens, they come into supply? It's quite straightforward for us. Um, so we, have, we are always a payments company and some of our product has a wallet system as well. Um, for us to get to mint more supply of XSGD, um, we have a very strict pairing. So it's one XSGD for one Singapore dollar. So we, for every um, one XSGD that's minted out and circulating, it actually means that because we are withholding one Singapore dollar. Okay. So um, like, do you have partnerships with certain players? And if they request, say, XSGD, then uh, you send them um, and you have backing? Or um, how, how does that work? Yeah, so um, to encourage circulation, I think for any stable coin or in fact any DeFi uh, initiative, right, liquidity is, is the key because with more liquidity and then people will feel more comfortable participating in it too. Um, so that applies to stable coin and definitely XSGD. Um, so we're always looking for more partners, you know, who can give more reasons um, to the end consumer um, why they should maybe hold or get, get hold of XSGD. Um, so it may not be experts ourselves that are producing you know, all these yield-giving initiatives, but we'll be definitely happy to work with people who they themselves want to provide that, and we can always mint XSGD for that. Okay, okay, gotcha. We already have so many stable coins, right? We have yes. USDC, USDT, BUSD, mm. um, and, and I think a couple of other, uh, I think uh, Binance launched in the Indonesian currency one as well. So why would someone prefer to hold XSTD um, instead of say USDC or USDD? Yeah, I think this is more of a currency preference type of question. Um, you know, for us, I think we always go back to why Why do we do certain things, right? And X first, you know, our mission is, um, it might sound cliche in other projects, uh, but for us for years, you know, we have been always focused on providing uh, payments as a means to provide financial access uh, within ASEAN. So when it comes to stable coins, um, it was a very frequent request that we got um, the past few years where we were the primary fiat to crypto realms for crypto exchanges. And not every user wanted to actually uh, go off their positions, maybe Bitcoin or Ethereum or Zilliqa even, um, to be in SGD. They actually wanted to stay within the blockchain ecosystem. But unless a representation of the Singapore dollar is built on the blockchain, right? some sort of blockchain ledger. There's no way for them. They really needed to park it out in actual fiat. So it's really a common request that, you know, we are in a good position. Uh, we know um, the crypto exchanges fairly decently well. I think we we're quite plugged in there. So if anything, we felt like, okay, if it's not X first, you know, why not? Let's just launch this XSGD for consumers and even businesses and see whether, you know, if they want to take a position in Singapore currency terms rather than USD, Sure, at least they have this option too. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's like um, SGD in general is has a good, uh, like, it ha it's a, I think, uh, has a backing of like multiple reserves. Um, and, and 
overall uh, like i think for since i live in india like inr has been falling if you look at say the next uh, last 10 years uh, inr has been falling in comparison to usd for 10 mm-hmm. years but if you look at the graph of std it's almost stable or yeah. um, so yeah are there any benefits for holding singapore dollar like uh, value as well yeah um i think this goes back to even way beyond uh crypto industry or defi industry in general like when we look at um we look at the normal capital markets right usd is definitely dominant uh but singapore dollars is a very good safe haven or hedge i mean like what you currently pointed out the amount of volatility has been there maybe in the recent months but compared to other currencies it's not as drastic um so you know certain asian players they still trade sometimes in sgd if it's not usd sometimes it's sgd so by just allowing the defi or crypto industry to now have that option also in singapore dollars okay gotcha so if someone say wants to um get access to xsd um how how they can buy xsd Yeah so today um there's a few options uh, we're still taking it a little bit slower because we're rolling out in phases um we have worked with a couple of uh, uh consumer facing crypto uh, exchanges um so uh i think over time you'll start to see more of them advertise uh, in the next few months of this year but yeah you definitely you'll see more of these exchanges uh, listing up and uh an upcoming project if you want to maybe just want to give a name plug <laughs> this is Zilica podcast um one of the initiators will be um Zilswap right um and will be i think for everyone all the viewers looking at on this you know you'll definitely check out uh, and wait for the day that xsd is listed on zilswap okay okay gotcha um and and uh, zilswap is we, we all are looking forward to uh to its launch coming to like partners current partners of xverse uh mm-hmm. you mentioned that um like xsd will be on zilswap but um, in general like um what can you share about the current partners and Um, overall which direction are you heading towards in terms of uh, doing partnerships yeah i think when it comes to partnerships um we definitely think of the adoption of xsgd or you know even our other future stable coins um it is really we just think about okay what would make someone adopt a currency <laughs> yeah so granted that they need to be first interested in this local currency so if it's xsgd we are looking for ways whereby a singapore packed uh, stable coin will be of interest so that's definitely the first step so you know any consumer facing um, crypto platform um, that's aiming at the singapore community will be of our interest because these are the consumers that will care about singapore dollars um and also maybe asean based like if there's any asean you know um, capital markets platforms that have, are doing products packed to singapore dollars these are guys that also will be interested to see whether a tokenized form of singapore dollars will be interesting for them others would be really enabling xsgd the singapore currency to be introduced to the international community of defi i think that's the first step and there are many different types of defi um whether you're a maybe lending platform or really your your you have own different means to provide yield i think these are primary um targets for our partners that we want to have others would be really the capital markets kind of people because we are actually hearing a lot of um interesting projects where you know nothing to do with um uh, actual cash or dollars but um different types of capital market assets are being tokenized now too and there's always some some of a final settlement that is packed to a singapore dollars or even a usd and things like that so these are 
projects also that we are looking at. And I think uh, Xverse was was one of the earliest projects that actually uh, started building on top of yeah. Zurica. Yeah. So can you share like um, what has your experience been so far, mm. um, and in terms of uh, the support from the team, the co- mm-hmm. the community support, and so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the team, I, I'll say the working relationship has been great. Um, so, you know, from the time where the idea of partnering up um, came all the way to right now, it's uh, being executed. Um, the commitment has always um, never wavered. It's always there on both teams. Uh, you know, we even have regular meetups to ensure that this project, um, there's any bottlenecks, let's clear it together, whether it's technical or non-technical. So that's great. The community also, I think, has been very supportive. Um, you know, people, when we did a soft launch of XSGD last year, the reaction was very optimistic. So that definitely motivated our team here. Um, but right down to, you know, when it comes down to building a stable coin on the Zilliqa contract, right? Um, well, I, I think it's quite obvious that I'm not the developer itself. But the feedback that we always get from our team internally is that, you know, the a bit to build smart contracts on top of it, it's decent, it's quite, it's quite user-friendly. And if there's any problems, you know, the team at Zedeka is always there real-time on Slack or even WhatsApp to help us. So that's really helped us in terms of one of the earlier projects on this. And yeah, I think during our demos, you know, internal testings, the whole, uh, I think Zedeka is known for low fees and faster transactions. So that has uh, indeed been the case. So there's a very good thing that in the end, you know, you actually walk the talk for us. So yeah, that's been great. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, that's great to hear. So just to, just to wrap this up, what's the future roadmap of experts and how can people find more about and, uh, you know, stay updated of what's happening? Yeah. Well, experts, our vision is to really still continue our efforts in different projects, you know, to whereby it provides financial access um, across different industries. So for stablecoin, it's definitely to make it to make the whole crypto assets or even decentralized finance more accessible to someone who is holding Singapore dollars in fiat. So that has always stayed consistent. We'll definitely see more projects um, that are trying to make SSG, where XSGD is the bridge between the fiat and the crypto asset world. So that's going to continue coming up this year. And, you know, in general for ASEAN, um, we are kind of accelerating our efforts too. Um, a little bit distracting from maybe a distraction from uh, um, the community of this uh, this video. Um, but Express is also tackling another kind of financial access problem whereby you know we are dealing with people who can only pay with cash. Um, so let alone bank transfers and then to the crypto world, um, we are actually dealing how do we help the cash-based economy of ASEAN to even pay for online transactions. So that's a different set of problems that experts we are very bullish on too. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was an interesting talk and uh, I, I look forward to seeing um, our, our collaboration um, and uh, I think as Zilshrop launches and more partnerships come up, um, the adoption of XSTD will also increase uh, with time. So yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks Sharon for taking the time out today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.